Good morning and welcome to the ALC Daily Podcast. My name is Pastor Jared Pollard. And this is Pastor Benjamin Davis. We're going to continue looking at some stuff from the Genesis 30 range yeah. with uh, Jacob and Esau and some of these uh, other quote-unquote heroes of the Bible, but listed as heroes of the Bible for us. They all had soul wounds, mm-hmm. wounds in their soul, and usually the wounds of the soul are relationally based. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, yesterday we talked about relational wounds with Jacob and his brother Esau, mm-hmm. and then uh, today we're going to talk about family wounds yeah. and how to get healed of family wounds. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're going to use Genesis chapter 31, Jacob's journey, and again, I'm pulling from the More Jesus Bible reading app, mm-hmm. uh, which most of our home groups are going through this year, and and they're growing better because they're growing together. And so we mm-hmm. just encourage that as well. But in in Genesis 31, uh, we read this story where Jacob is Mm -hmm. in uh, the country of Laban, and he's he's been swindled. They've swindled each other, (laughs) you know. uh, And after a while, you know, swindling will wear you out. I mean, everybody's cheating everybody. Mm -hmm. Everybody's swindling everybody. Everybody's everybody's taking, you know, the whole game is, can I get one up on you? Can you get one up on me? And that will wear you slick after a while. Yeah. So he's had that game. And so they're, um, they're, they're done. And yeah. so, and you know, they're done because Jacob is, is, um, is saying I'm done. Mm-hmm. So let me read the passage. Then let's talk about it. Now he said to his wives, Rachel and Leah, which was a swindle, by the way. Mm-hmm. He he negotiated with Laban to work seven years mm-hmm. for Rachel, mm-hmm. but Laban swindled him yeah. into marrying, for, working 14 years for both of the daughters, mm-hmm. Leah and Rachel. Mm-hmm. Natalie and I were talking about this this morning um, mm-hmm. while we were getting ready. How drunk do you have to be? Very drunk. <laughs> for uh, them to slip in a different woman for your... Uh, wedding ceremony. Extremely <laughs> drunk. I mean, you had to have been celebrate. I mean, working for seven years, I guess, thought it was long enough, but uh, <laughs> he might he might should have been a little bit more aware of what was going on. <laughs> I would say extremely drunk. Yeah. Out of his out of his mind. Yeah. It's probably safe to say that he wasn't vibrantly serving the Lord at that moment, at, at that at that journey in his life. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> Now, there's a lot of culture there. Culturally, they did celebrate with alcohol at Mm -hmm. these deals. But still, um, yeah, that's extremely drunk. Mm -hmm. And so I think it probably (laughs) represents the state of his heart and his mind during that part of the journey. Um, And actually, the question is, in God's dealings with Jacobs, what do you learn about God's character? Mm -hmm. So God's character is faithful Mm -hmm. and working through it Mm -hmm. in spite of Jacob's lifestyle, heart, Mm -hmm. and you know, everything. Lack, lack of performance. Lack of, you know. So so here's God, and God's fulfilling the covenant mm-hmm. and gave him two wives, which, you know, but uh, yeah, so yeah. absolutely. <laughs> so in that swindling then, um, he says to his two wives, I see that your father does not regard me with favor as he did before, but the God of my father has been with me. All right, so Jacob's kind of coming to his senses. It's been about 20 years. And what he's saying is, God has been with me even though I haven't been with God. Mm-hmm. I mean, get a hold of that statement. Yeah. God has been with me even though I haven't been with God. Yeah. 
That's really powerful. That's very powerful. And so he came to his realization that that's, that's the case. Sorry, I bumped my microphone. <laughs> and you know that I have served your father with all my strength, yet your father has cheated me and changed my wages 10 times. <laughs> Remember I said that all Bible numbers are symbolic. Mm-hmm. 10 times means symbolically it's over. Mm-hmm. It's a number of completion. Mm-hmm. It's done. Yeah. So this time of my life is over mm-hmm. where of him changing and cheating me changing my wages, but God did not permit him to harm me. Now, one of the things that you'll find is that many of the famous Bible guys had family wounds, okay? But they overcame those family wounds with this little phrase, but God. Now, what I find is that people with family wounds move forward when they have their butt in front of God. But if you reverse that and say, God, but, mm-hmm. it, you don't move forward. Mm-hmm. Now, let, let's just think about that. If you have a testimony of, yeah, all this happened to me, but God, yeah, you'll move forward in God and have an amazing life. It's true. But if you have the testimony of all these things happened to me, and I know these promises are in the Bible, and God says, but Mm -hmm. this is my experience, Mm -hmm. you're stuck. Yeah. So let's kind of go through some famous names. So we got, we said um, Jacob did this. He had the Mm -hmm. testimony of this, all this stuff happened to me, but God Mm -hmm. has been with me Mm -hmm. and, and all of this happened. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's look at some other guys. Um, let's look at Moses. What do you, family wounds from Moses? <laughs> well, a lot of jealousy involved. Oh yeah. Uh, lots of jealousy. You know, this guy over here is raised in the palace of the Pharaoh <laughs> and we're out here making bricks out of straw and mud. <laughs> and you know, eventually Moses then flips that around. He's like, yeah, but I got chased out cause I murdered a guy and you guys got to be safe in your own country. <laughs> <laughs> and you got this going back and forth, and then uh, Moses comes back, and they're like, "Who are you to save us?" <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, that's <laughs> exactly right. There's a lot of family wounds. There's some family <laughs> wounds going on right there, but God. Yeah, Moses had the testimony, yeah. but God. And what's always fascinating to me is that God positioned Moses to need the people that maybe didn't necessarily like him all the time. Oh, yeah. Even though they were family. He needed Aaron to hey, move sorry. forward. That's right. And now, he needed Miriam, too. Now, God got mad at him for mm-hmm. needing Aaron. Mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> but he positioned him to yeah. need Aaron, and that was a lot of the success. That's right. Yeah. So you got the... And, and then you look at David, King David. You think he had some family wounds? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Pipsqueak over here. <laughs> the hanging, runt of hang, the family. Hanging out in the field. The uh, guy we don't even bring in for consideration... Yeah. Of the kingship, of the anointing. He had to be pretty goofy looking. You know, they say he's ruddy in scripture, but he had to be a goofy looking kid compared to everybody else. For them not not even, this guy just needs to stay with the sheep. Keep him out in the field. (laughs) I would say there's some family wounds. He had all uh, kinds of family wounds. Happening in there. Yeah, they were going down. And Mm -hmm. and, uh, honestly, a lot of his family wounds are revealed when David, by the time he gets his kingship, you don't see his family or his mm. brothers as key advisors, generals, key players. It's true. They, they were 
they're just not. I mean, they're there, but they're not key players mm-hmm. in the things. So it's, he had he had family wounds, but God. Mm-hmm. Now here's the big one: Jesus. Mm-hmm. You ever think about Jesus's family wounds? Now he'd have been the oldest brother in the family, so mm-hmm. he should have had the lead of the family. Mm-hmm. Okay, but think about his family wounds. <laughs> the one I always think of is when he's looking at the cross in view, mm-hmm. and I think it's John seven where his brothers didn't believe in him. Mm. So they were kind of ridiculing him a little bit mm. and saying, you know, why don't you go on up to the feast? And he's saying, well, I can't. Mm-hmm. And and there, there was some, there's some strife and some division there. And so his brothers, I mean, what I'm saying is they, mm-hmm. they ridiculed him yeah. for his statements and for his belief sets. Yeah. And so even Jesus had family wounds, but his testimony was, but God. Yeah. So, I want to encourage you, maybe you have family wounds. Everybody's got them. Mm-hmm. It's, it's part of being a uh, family. Mm-hmm. And yesterday the focus was on how to heal your relationships mm-hmm. when you can. Mm-hmm. But I think the focus here is how to move forward mm-hmm. when you can't. Yeah. How to move forward when you can't heal mm-hmm. those wounds. Mm-hmm. And the answer is, but God. There yeah. are some family wounds in relationships that you just have to say they exist. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to change them. Mm-hmm. The, the family wound is real. Mm-hmm. I'm going to forgive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always forgive, but I can't mend it. It's not, it's not, it just doesn't seem, it, it's not able to be mended. Mm-hmm. Therefore, but God yeah. is moving me forward. In, in, in spite of all of that, see? Yeah. And, um, and it's a very humbling thing to do because we want to fix everything, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So that's Jacob's testimony here is he said, we've got family wounds, but God. Now, if you follow the story, the way that they resolved it was Laban chased him and was going to overtake him. Mm-hmm. But God spoke to Laban and said, don't you lift a, don't you do it. You know, you're going to pay a price if you do that. So Jacob and Laban created a covenant with each other mm-hmm. not to harm one another. Mm-hmm. And the reason, by the way, that relationship, I mean, really was Jacob was getting back on a journey with God again. He was starting, mm-hmm. to, starting to say, you know, uh, this journey without God hasn't worked out so well mm-hmm. for me. I'm going to get on a journey with God. Mm-hmm. But I, Laban was practicing yeah. divination. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They... They didn't have the ability to walk together anymore. Mm-hmm. God and divination didn't go together. Mm-hmm. What were you going to say? I, I was just saying he had that. He made a commitment in Genesis 28. Yep. And he's moving forward from that and realizing, hey, I'd better pay on that commitment. But it's that time to pay on that commitment. Yeah. It's yeah. time to walk with God again. And so, um, so in their case, the way they moved forward was they made a covenant with each other. Mm-hmm. They, it was a, they had a covenant meal. And then... Laban went his way, mm-hmm. pra- continued to practice divination. Mm-hmm. Jacob went his way and started following the Lord for the, you know, for the first time in 20 years. Mm-hmm. And so that's my encouragement to you is there are, there are some situations in family where you're not going to fix it and you're not going to change it. Mm-hmm. You just have to say, okay, we've got this family situation, but God is moving me forward. Thank you for joining us today. ALC is moving forward and we are having in-person services. 
Join us at 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings for worship, teaching, and fellowship. Community has been our lifeline during the pandemic, and our house churches are continuing to meet. For more information about our services, live streams, and house churches, please visit our website at Abundant.us.